AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host, Bar Kelly, brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Welcome to the AI in Action podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kelly. Today's guest is Jeff Orkin. Jeff is the CEO and founder of Giant Otter Technologies. Jeff, very welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Glad to be here. Jeff, for people that don't know about Giant Otter and yourself, would you mind giving a bit of a brief background and what you did before you actually started Giant Otter? Sure. Um, Giant Otter is a conversational AI company in Boston. We grew out of the MIT Media Lab, where I was doing my PhD work on conversational AI. Um, prior to the Media Lab, I spent almost a decade as an AI specialist in the video game industry. And toward the end of that, I started getting very interested in language and conversation and, and wondering why we could create characters that looked so real, but they couldn't really converse with you and uh, realized it was a really hard problem and something that uh, required digging into uh, the research for several years to come up with a new approach. So, so what was the, was that the inspiration then for you to actually set up Giant Otter? And was, was that the kind of the challenges you said that you'd like to kind of solve? Was, was that the kind of background to it? Yeah, yeah. Initially, I was thinking about it in terms of entertainment and video games. How can we create characters that can uh, hold a conversation with you for several minutes coherently? Um, over the years at the lab, uh, started to have interactions with people in industry from uh, enterprise companies in 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 different sectors, and uh, started to realize this problem of conversational machines um, is much uh, broader than than just entertainment and games, and um, realized that um, the the chatbots and conversational systems being used for things like customer support and sales and marketing have the same limitations as as characters in games that right now people are creating them through these kind of uh, hard-coded dialogue trees or flowcharts and that's just uh, an intractable approach to uh, be able to maintain um, conversations that last uh, many turns last five minutes or, or longer and uh, so I, I kind of shifted my attention to um, what we could do for the enterprise. So when you actually think about it, it's, it is a really, really difficult problem to solve. So, so, so congratulations on actually trying to solve that. I'm sure some days you're probably thinking, why didn't I just try to solve something more straightforward? Um, <laughs> tell us about some of the challenges you face in creating this world of humans and machines, having coherent conversations with each other. Yeah, there are two big challenges. So the high level is one challenge is how do you author conversations that could be branching at many different points and um, could also be cyclic where they you, you start a conversation about one thing, move on to another topic, then return. Um, then the, the second problem is related to the runtime. Um, it's called dialogue management. How do you track what's happened in a conversation so far 
and make decisions about what to say next that would make sense given everything that's been said so far. Um, right now we see all the major tech companies have platforms for chatbots and natural language understanding, but they really focus on um, intent recognition and entity extraction. So those are well-studied problems. There are good solutions to them. The solutions have been kind of commoditized where no matter what platform you use, you can kind of expect to have pretty good solutions to those. But those really focus on one utterance or one human input at a time. And these platforms don't offer much in terms of dialogue management. How do you string these inputs together, interleave them with responses from the bot, and have a coherent conversation that reflects the conversation you would have with someone from one of these companies on the phone for, for uh, five minutes or longer. It's, it's funny, my, my, me and my son were using uh, Alexa quite recently and we were asking to get a, uh, cinema listings. And Alexa lists out the cinema listings, but when we say, what time is that one at? Alexa just goes blank and says, I don't understand. So the context is gone. It's very, very narrow. And again, it's very, very specific to that level. So you talk about uh, dialogue management and strings and, and the inputs and all those different elements. I'm guessing that's pretty challenging. Yeah, I mean, it, it requires rethinking the problem because you're, you're, you need to pop up a level from just looking at the words in each individual utterance and you need some representation of the structure of a conversation. How do you expect it to unfold and how do you track um, the fact that anything you say may have several turns of follow-up uh, but at any point you also have to figure out when you're starting a new topic. So at Giant Otter uh, we looked into uh, during my PhD I looked at research from the 1970s that's not really being applied to chatbots right now other than what we're doing. Um, these uh, approaches called uh, plan recognition and case-based planning. Uh, case-based planning uh, is an offshoot of case-based reasoning. So plan recognition uh, refers to systems that observe sequences of, of actions and can infer some kind of structure over them. So like if you ask, uh, I wanna see this movie, and the bot says, okay, you could see it um, at these times, and then you ask which theaters is it playing at or something. So, so you could think of that as what we call an event, something that unfolds over time over many turns. And so Giant Otter's system can maintain many events in memory at the same time, and they could be unfolding in parallel, or they could be serial or parallel, um, so that you can uh, very flexibly move back and forth between um, different events. So, so you've got the context there then. It's kind of taken into consider all, all that. Right, that's what events give you as context. Yeah, yeah. 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 so you can have a hierarchy to them, so you can have events that are sequences of utterances, but then you can have sequence of, sequences of events which are part of a, a larger event. So if you're a business owner or you're a CEO and a lot of C-level executives would listen, listen to the show, 
Tell me about some of the benefits that those businesses could apply using this. Well, we're applying it to trying to automate some of the conversations that happen right now over the phone or through live chat with agents. Um, a lot of the existing commercial solutions for automating chat are focused on like frequently asked questions, uh, kind of one shot, like um, asking a question or asking uh, to have something solved, like uh, please reset my password or, or whatever. And um, there are good enough solutions for these kind of one shot interactions. But when you think about uh, the kind of call you have when, when you actually call a human for customer service, it's often more of a, a back and forth, a, a kind of a negotiation or, or a joint problem solving where first you call and you explain what your problem is and then the agent asks for some more information to help clarify it. And then the agent proposes, well, we could do this about it. And then the customer has to say, uh, yeah, that, that would work for me or, or, well, can you do this instead? You can't handle that with a system that's just looking to find a response to single inputs. You need a system that's going to track the context over many turns and understand where we are in this joint problem solving. Um, so the, the first thing that comes to mind, Jeff, is let's say you, you are automating a lot of that stuff. You could probably add an additional context or maybe sentiment analysis and kind of feeding that into the system at any kind of real time and kind of updating it. Could that, could that be applied or am I kind of way off the mark on that? Um, yeah, it could be. People ask about sentiment analysis all the time. Um, and it depends what you mean by that. You can uh, analyze sentiment semantically based on the words that are being said, which is something we do. Our, our system can handle uh, conversations through voice or text. Um, the thing that we don't do currently is look at the um, audio signal and try to try to assess from the way someone's speaking if they're frustrated. There, there are other companies that do that very well, and that can be paired with our solution. But yeah, because I'm just thinking that the semantic problem. If you were if you had the semantics of the different words or terminology, and maybe you know that the the operator is down in terms of the network that they have live or there's a system with logging in or, or, or payments mm -hmm. or for example, and that's being fed in and there's, there's a high volume of this. So Twitter's getting a backlash on, on I don't know, your, your online uh, e-commerce platform. Then that could be very powerful in terms of how people would kind of change or interact going, we know there is an issue with X, Y, and Z, please bear with us, you know, kind of automatically kind of uh, intuitively do it as a same agent would do it if they kept getting the same phone calls to go actually you're the 50th person to call me about this Mr. Jones we we know what's happening so and it's kind of sharing that information across all the different workers for example in, in, in real time um, sure. too which is good so where do you see the next kind of uh, two to three years going for a giant otter and are you working on any exciting projects or research at the moment? We've been kind of uh, off the radar working on pilot projects for a few big companies and um, 
in the next couple months, we're going to roll those out as, as real deployments and start interacting with customers. And um, the use cases really vary from lead generation or lead qualification and, and scheduling for sales uh, interactions. Um, and then we have others that are more customer support oriented. And then we also find interest in using bots for uh, training. Um, since we learn, our, our approach um, begins by taking about 100. We, we learn from small data, which is kind of unique to us. Um, we take a small data set of about 100 examples of a target conversation and learn a model. And the model learns both sides of the conversation, the customer and the agent. And most commonly, people want to automate the agent. But uh, we have found some uh, contact centers interested in the idea of using bots for training, where um, you can have uh, a bot play the role of a customer, um, which can let uh, agents who are onboarding uh, practice and get scored against um, uh, virtual customers before facing the real thing. And then the learnings from that can be applied to um, real agent customer interactions to help score agents uh, going forward. That, that sounds fantastic. And yeah, for, for me, that sounds like a real benefit. So I, I can't wait to kind of share that uh, in, in, the, in the future. Um, Jeff, our final question, where do you see the machine learning, AI, going in the next kind of two to three years? Do you see there's a certain trend happening? Yeah, I mean, I focus primarily on um, AI around understanding language and, uh, and, and simulating conversations. Um, there's obviously also a lot of progress in using deep learning for things like computer vision and object recognition and face recognition, stuff like that. That's not so much my focus. With what I focus on, there's gonna be huge advances in just being able to free companies from having to use as many resources for the kind of typical everyday conversations that uh, customers, uh, the, the kind of more repetitive things are going to be delegated to AI, leaving kind of the, the more interesting, challenging conversations um, for escalating to a human. It, do you see that in the next kind of short term, medium term, long term? How quickly do you think that's going to come about? Um, I mean, it's already happening for the simple cases, but using technology like what we're developing, plus some of the big companies are starting to experiment with um, other approaches using deep learning and massive amounts of data. Yeah, I think what we're going to see is progressively taking kind of baby steps towards uh, more and more um, complex conversations that the AI can handle. Um, one of the big differences between what we do and it, some of the listeners might have seen some of the coverage of Google's uh, demo yes. uh, called Duplex. Um, so that's an approach that needs massive amounts of data because it's using recurrent neural networks to learn conversations. That's a good approach when you're learning conversations that aren't going to change over time. Like their example was like booking a, an appointment at a hair salon or a, restaurant. or a restaurant. Yeah. Booking a table at a restaurant. The way you do that's going to be the same year after year after year. Um, what giant otter looks at are conversations that are very specific to 
an individual company, their customer support calls that are going to change as product lines change and marketing messages change and customer issues change. And for that reason, we think that a small data approach is actually better, even though this is counterintuitive, um, it makes you more nimble. Uh, when things change and you need to learn a new model of a conversation, if you have an approach that works with small data, um, you can get something up and running in a couple of weeks instead of waiting until you've seen a million yeah. examples. And the reality is, is things change all the time and we need to really right. imagine that as well. Uh, we've been speaking to Jeff Orkin, the founder of Giant Otter. This is the AI in Action podcast. Jeff, thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Sure, you too. Thanks. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. For more information, contact mark at aldus.com. Get the Aldus Advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all its members. And don't forget our AI on Action podcast. Each week we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.